Hi, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Numbers. This is the show where we dig deeper to understand what matters most in business. I'm Dave Bookbinder, Senior Director at CFGI, where I help my clients with their most important finance and accounting matters. Today, we're going to push the envelope a little bit in a business conversation. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to create the life you want and really kind of balance a work-life relationship, which is a topic that is uh, of keen interest to everybody watching and listening. And I'm pleased to welcome today my guest, Nikita Thigpen, who's the President and CEO of ThigPro Balance and Relationship Management Institute. Nikita, thank you for joining us today. I'm excited to be here. You know that. I've been waiting for this. All right. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, and then we'll jump in. Yeah. I mean, overall, the global personal development company that we have that's based in Philadelphia is really helping what I call ambitious women in business and a few brave men to change their narrative so they can amplify intimacy holistically within and across their relationships and have more freedom, more confidence, and more flexibility to thrive in work life and in love. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I want to start with something that you had mentioned to me when we were conversing last week. And you mentioned that the, the recent passing of Kobe Bryant was kind of an aha moment, wake-up call for a lot of people. When they look at yeah. somebody who is you know, young, youthful, everything to look forward to, and, and the, the tragic death that happened, what, what's the impact there on everyone's psyche when we think about work-life balance? I think people are taking stock in how fast things can end. We're, we're not new to it. We've understood life and death for a very, very long time as human beings within this yeah. world. But when you have someone with Kobe's impact, with his charm, with his celebra celebratory, I can't think of the word, his celebratory um, nuances of all the things that he's done, it really hits home. Like this was a good guy by all accounts. Most people think this was a good guy doing great things even after he had served in his first career, his first love. Yeah. And then for his life to disappear so quickly makes all of us back up and say, whoa, well he worked hard and did a lot of good things. Have I worked hard and have I done everything and enjoyed my family along the way? Yeah, and when these kinds of tragedies happen, whether it's a celebrity or a family member, I think everyone's initial instinct is something like what you just described. Yeah. But in your experience, is there usually enough momentum to take that from beyond the, okay, maybe you know, life is short, I need to rethink this, and actually doing the next step and taking the actions? It depends on what stage of success you're in. If you're a dreamer, then this moment is just a flash in the pan. It was, oh man, that's messed up. Like that's kind of where it stays with you. And you might put some social media posts out there about it, but you're not necessarily changing your own life. If you're a believer in your process, because there's dreamer, believer, planner, doer, and then those who are preserving success. And if you are a believer in the process, you have a little bit more gumption. You're willing to talk to your advisors, your coaches, maybe call a sibling and forgive them for something yeah. you're willing to do just a little bit more to take what you felt as impactful change and apply it in a kind of a soft way just a small step if you're a planner you're planning 2020 in an incredibly different way and you're ready to really make moves and to change your life because you weren't just impacted you were motivated and if you're a doer you're going to get something done different, right? And those who are in that stage, which they're usually well over their 60s and 70s, they're preserving their success. So when they are impacted by something like this, they're taking kind of a look at their portfolio of how they live their best life and saying, yep, did good here, did good here, need to improve there. They're just kind of revamping a little bit. Yeah, I want to get it right before you exit. Yeah. Gotcha. 
At the beginning of the opening here, you, me you mentioned that you work with mostly women yep. and a few brave men. Ambitious women and okay. a few brave I'm men. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that hung with me was a few brave men. Yeah. Um, why don't you mention that? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, so I think it takes a certain type of man with a character of not only integrity, uh, but someone who's very transparent about where they are within themselves and for men to look at themselves and say I need to do more and start to do things differently there's some bravery that comes with that so the only men that I work with are those that are like yourself like I'm willing to see that I haven't been the greatest and I'm willing to do things differently so I can get a different result when you're at that space of being willing and ready you're my brave man and you're ready for me. Okay, and I'm thinking that a lot of the the, the trepidation, I guess, of, of, of the men who maybe aren't working with you is when you talk about the word intimacy, Yeah. right? So let's be real, yeah. guys start to squirm yeah. when you talk about intimacy, <laughs> mm -hmm. and especially when you talk about intimacy mm -hmm. as it pertains to business. And yeah. of course, we're not talking about inappropriate touching or anything like right, that and exactly. sexual harassment. We're talking about openness and transparency and things like that, but it, it's a it's a, it's a tough topic for a lot of people, not just guys, but I guess certainly for guys. So why don't you address the topic of what does intimacy mean in terms of business and leadership in particular? Yeah, you see me rolling up my sleeves for this one. So thought you were going to hit me. <laughs> not at all. Okay. Uh, so intimacy holistically is just creating deeper connection. That's all it is. Uh, Walt Disney, number one. Apple, number two. Amazon, number three. Wrote it, voted the top three companies in the world with the most brand intimacy. They're not having sex with their employees and their customers. They're voted for having great brand intimacy because they have deeper connection and from a a bonding perspective with their customers. When you think about Disney, there's a form of nostalgia that rises up for you. You think about the cartoon, cartoons you used to watch and whatever. When you think about Apple, you think about the nuances of having some independence and being able to listen to music and connect with people directly. And obviously when you think about Amazon, you think about how fast you can get your packages, right? Yeah. Like there's this connection that comes up and there's a, a lot of factors that go into how they were voted. But there's 400 companies on that brand intimacy list that's that are global companies. And again, it's not about sex. Now, intimacy on a personal level does include your sexual relationship and your connection, but that's only one component. It's how do you go a little bit further with your partner and have communication? Are you honoring your agreements? Are you being consistent? Are you taking time for yourself and having some self-intimacy and really pouring into your, your own cup to fill up without just giving all that you got and feeling completely depleted? Intimacy holistically is really about deeper connection with every point in your life and every person that matters. So once I kind of address that with them, they get like, oh, okay, it's basically how I'm showing up, not only for other people, but for myself. I'm like, yes, you got yeah. it. We have about just about five minutes to go in this first segment. So before we go any further, how can people contact you if they want to learn more about you, how to work with you? Yeah, the easiest is to go to our website, uh, figpro.com, um, which I'm sure everything will be listed up there as well and make it easy. And you can connect with me on Instagram or Twitter. So www.thigpro, T-H-I-G-P-R-O.com. .com. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to assume anything. And some folks listen to the program. Yeah. And so. I talk funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't noticed that. Do you? <laughs> So you just said something that I wanted to talk about as well, that the expression of how we show up at work. Yeah. What does that really mean? Showing up fully and being present. So one of our good coworker friends that we know as a colleague is Chantel Fitzgerald, and she's always talking about mindfulness and being present. 
being present is part of what you need to have instilled in you if you're gonna show up fully. It's hard to do that if you have one part of your intimacy fractured, right? So if you're coming from a place where you were just arguing with your paramour, your wife or your husband, your kids are on your last good nerve that you got, you know, whatever's going on, maybe you're in caregiving mode for your parents at this point and you're really feeling overwhelmed by it, it's hard for you to show up at work and be the most creative, the most innovative, to be fully on when you're in business development and really listen from an active listening perspective with your customers, your clients, or even your team members. It's hard to do that if you're feeling fractured because there's something else that's kind of pulling you down. Um, our friends and families can be energy vampires too. It's not just strangers yeah. that we meet. And if that's happening, your narrative is effective because you're going into work thinking, I just need to get through the day. You're not really showing up in the fullness of, I want to take over this day. I want to dominate. I want to give it all I have. So that's what I mean. Okay. So how do you help folks bridge that gap? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how they're coming. So if their company is sponsoring the leaders that I work with, but what I call the entrepreneurial leaders that are showing up at work and they want to think different and do things along that dreamer, believer, planner, doer, preserver of success kind of growth mindset in, in terms of where they are, those people will come into what we have a 90-day Thrive Accelerator where we work with them on a personal development uh, level or we go up for our intimacy amplifier and we work for the, lead, the emerging leaders and really help to develop them there. If they're entrepreneurs and individuals coming, everything for me is about the Joy Met method. So it really depends on if they're being sponsored by a company or they're sponsoring themselves. Okay, in the roughly 60 seconds or so we have left, can you give us an idea of yeah. what it means, an example mm -hmm. of Intimacy in leadership. What what does that look like? Is what what's that conversation like between yeah. colleagues or boss to uh, employee? Uh, an easy one from leader to direct employee is giving eye contact. We miss it all the time. Ha creating some connection. Look at me. Don't just send me an email and barely look up when I walk into the room and you're like, Yeah, John, did did you do what I asked you to do? Like, just pause. Look at me. Have a conversation. Create some empathy in the in the moment, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, so it's that human connection. So this whole intimacy thing isn't as scary as we all think, it right? It is not. So maybe you'll find a few more brave men. <laughs> that's the goal. Okay, cool. I think that's a good spot to take a break. So uh, we're going to take a quick pause here, pay a few bills on Behind the Numbers, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. just want to eat like one, visit Rostelli Market Fresh, your home for the freshest locally sourced ingredients to please everyone who loves great food. Our organic meats, quality seafood, and free-range poultry are cut fresh to order. Chefs create culinary-inspired prep foods made fresh every day, which pair nicely with our vast selection of fine wines and spirits. Choose from handmade pastas, artisan cheeses, organic produce, and grocery items, all from the finest purveyors. Rostelli Market Fresh, from our family to yours. RVN TV is a platform for people of any industry to share their story. Over 285,000 viewers are tuning in to RVN TV shows monthly. We guarantee a great experience that you'll be sharing with everyone you know while increasing your personal and company's brand awareness. But what is your brand? According to Forbes, it's a combination of your logo, your product, your design and feel, and your personality. Did you know that aside from being a guest, we offer even more opportunity to boost your brand? Adding your company logo and website on screen during your interview will allow viewers to recognize your brand instantly. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder and today we're talking about uh, intimacy in the workplace, creating the life you want, how to be a better leader really is what that conversation's about with Nikita Thigpen. Um, we had a lot of really good stuff happen in that first segment and I want to just kick off the second segment with uh, a cliche that we hear all the time, work-life balance. Everybody wants to strive for it, nobody really knows what it is, most people never achieve it. What, in your view, is work-life balance, and what's the recommendation for how to actually achieve that? Well, I think the first thing is looking at what it isn't, right? Like, work-life balance is, assumably, this nomenclature for 50-50. You give 50%, I give 50%, and somehow that'll be balanced. If you're giving 70 and I'm giving 30, then things are off. And that's not what it's about. That's why no one can strive for any kind of real balance, because what relationship do you know is ever 50-50? Not with your employees, not with your customers, and definitely not with your spouse at home. Someone is always giving a little bit more than the other. The true balance is a formula where it's admitting your truth over your boundaries. The boundaries are what you create to achieve the realities of that truth and keep distractions out. So if I say my truth is I'm a mogul in the making, well, the boundaries that I create to achieve that truth have to be in alignment. And it doesn't matter what's on my plate as long as it's my truth that I'm going after and the boundaries reflect that. So if I'm a mogul in the making, I can't go to everyone's third wedding and fifth divorce party. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't make it to every baby shower. There are a lot of no's that I'm going to have to give because I'm working on my strategic plan or my SWOT analysis or whatever it is that I'm doing. Yeah. That means I have to carve that out for my greater goal or the greater part of my journey that I'm going after. And when I'm doing that, I'm always in balance. My family or friends may not always be happy with me, but that's not my problem. They could not be happy with me because I decided to bring the wrong wine to the dinner party, right? Like, sure. you just have to choose what do you really want? Like, what is the truth of it? And not be stuck in the old expectations of the Nikita five years ago wanted to do this, but the Nikita in 2020 wants to do something extremely different. So then I need to create some boundaries to go after it. Yeah, and day-to-day -day boundaries could be as simple as uh, when you stop looking at email, when you stop answering the phone. Absolutely, and giving yourself some like literally, pun intended, because I say this a lot, a permission to pause to enjoy your life. If I want to take 10 minutes and blow bubbles or jump on the trampoline in my living room because I need to shake things up and maybe I just had a tough call, I lost a pitch, I won a pitch, whatever it is, give yourself permission to do that and enjoy life. It makes all the difference in the world. All right, so you're telling me I need to get one of those bubble guns and bring it to work. They're going to love me with that. <laughs> yes. Uh, you've got a book coming out, don't you? Yes, I do. The book is literally called Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy. When will that be available and how can people get it? For individuals, it'll be available by April of this year. But our focus during the soft launch is to get it in the hands of our company so they can give it to as many of their women employees and a few brave men as they can, as well as their clients. So our yeah. focus the next few months is really on our corporate clients. Yeah, so the, the topic that we're kicking around today is something that you live every day. Yeah. It's what you do in your, your work life. You do a lot of public speaking, but you also have a podcast, too, where you talk about these issues, don't you? I do. Um, on Balance Bowley Podcast for Ambitious Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. I keep saying that, right? We're going to say it a little slower. Balance, <laughs> Balance Boldly Balance Podcast. Balance Boldly Podcast for Ambitious Women in Business and a Few Brave Men is literally about moving beyond that space of kind of survival mode from that daily burnout of the work-life yeah. stuff that we deal with every day into a space where you can thrive. That is what the entire podcast is about. 
Good stuff. So for you watching and listening, make sure you're subscribed. Balance boldly. Um, Nikita, when, when I talk about these as I describe them woo-woo topics, the softer stuff, right, um, I always like to try and bring it back into the numbers. This is everything we've talked about has been the behind the numbers piece, but I want to bring it back to the in the numbers and talk about the ROI on these kinds of things because yeah. there, there are oftentimes people who are skeptical about why you know, intimate leadership matters. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about that? What, what's been your experience in terms of the return on the investment in these kinds of activities that your client companies have experienced? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest things for people to consider is when you think about engagement, which I know you are a man of engagement and you know a lot about this from the new ROI. When you have disengaged employees for American companies, it's costing over $450 billion a year. Yep. A lot of the disengaged employees have, have fractured intimacy, both at home and at work. So it is important for the company to do their part. They can't do everything. They can't necessarily save someone's marriage or help them find a good catch out there in the world if they're in the, in the dating world, but they can create a space where there's connection, where they have uh, an opportunity to show up fully and be heard, because that's what most people want. They don't want you to talk at them. They want to know that you're listening and that you're hearing them. So having, from a corporate perspective or organizational perspective, having what we call in transformational leadership, ICs, individual consideration meetings, which is basically like a one-on-one -on -one kind of coaching meeting, all you need is 15 minutes a week. That's it. Give that employee that you're grooming as the emerging leader 15 minutes not to go in and, and talk at them, but to hear what are their goals, what are, they, what are they struggling with, what are their successes that they want to bring to you so they can be recognized for them. Recognizing your employee, leaders, whoever they are, is a form of love. That is a form of intimacy because that's a connection. Good framing for that. So obviously an engaged employee is more productive, greater productivity is going to get you that um, discretionary effort to going above and beyond. And that translates into the valuation of a business as I connect the dots in my head. But what about yeah. the, the profitability component, um, retention, uh, people are more yeah. likely to stay if they feel that they're in, involved in the organization if in a different they, fashion? If they feel that you care, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a hug, right? You don't have to go around hugging your employees or making them feel really uncomfortable with five-minute stares or anything like that. When you let people know that they're heard and they matter and they can bring to you what they need, such as they need you to be clear in your communication and set the expectations for them. They need you to not be micromanagers, but they need you to give them the tools that they need to get their job done. Pour in professional development programs, learning development, leadership development programs to give them the tools that they need to show up fully at work. When you do that for them and with them, obviously your customer service goes up. Your Yelp reviews get better because, I mean, listen, in 2020, that's what customers are doing. They're right. looking at Yelp and Google reviews to see if they should even consider your company when they have 20 other options local to them. That transfers into increased profitability just off the strength of that, not including the performance and productivity that that employee is able to give now because they're not spending half their day perusing Facebook because they really don't want to be at the job in the first place and just doing bare minimum work until they get to their lunch hour. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nikita, for those watching and listening who want to learn more or want to find out how they can work with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? 
I think the website, thigpro.com, www.thigpro.com. And also listening to the Balance Boldly podcast is key. So for any podcast app they have, if they just pull up Balance Boldly, they'll find me there and they'll get a little bit more nuance into the featured guest experts that we bring there and really hear people's journey of how they're creating balance in their own life. That's awesome. And thank you for that segue when you talk about journey. I wanted to ask you in the few minutes that we have left here uh, to talk about your journey of entrepreneurship because a lot of the folks who do listen here are entrepreneurs uh, or have an entrepreneurial itch and uh, are are looking to take a leap. what, what's your story, so to speak? In the 30-second version of it? Uh, you, can, you can go 90 seconds okay, if you I'll, want. I'll do 90 seconds. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker, trauma specialist by trade. My whole professional career for 20-plus years was all about helping people get out of out, off the floor, really, to be in a place where they could just survive, whatever their circumstances were. And although I really liked what I did, um, I was really good at it, I wasn't in love with it anymore. And I think you have to separate when you're just really good at something versus when you are passionately looking forward to doing that thing every day, even on the hard days. And I was getting to a point where that wasn't necessarily my truth anymore. I wanted people to not just be able to stand up and move through their day from survival mode. I really wanted them to be able to have freedom and flexibility and confidence. I wanted them to thrive, but I had to do that for myself first. So I had to see what my limiting beliefs were around what I thought was possible as just a clinical social worker who was a psychotherapist doing all this work and really being able to move into this space where I can help people love themselves and their lives. And you're making a big impact on businesses. Absolutely. Changing the whole conversation. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot here because uh, in the spirit of getting into the numbers and and the the ROI, so to speak, Mm -hmm. for any of the folks who may be out there and skeptical about why this is impactful, even though we've covered what the ROI might look Mm -hmm. like, what's your message to those folks? Is, Is there something you might say to them to get them to understand why this matters? Yeah, for me, it's it's something that you and I joke about like offline. I want everyone to understand you can have an amazing life and successful business career. You don't have to choose. And people are constantly feeling like I'm either going to work really hard and do great things in the world as a business person or I'll sit at home on a farm and raise a family. You do not have to choose. You can do both. You can have everything you want. You just got to be willing to be a little bit more selfish. That's a great message, and we'll all look forward to getting a copy of that book when it becomes available. So stay in in contact with Nikita to make sure that you're aware of when you can grab that. Nikita, thanks so much for joining us, and thank you for watching and listening here on Behind the Numbers. Uh, We can't do it without you, so thanks again. If you enjoyed what you watched or heard today, please hit the subscribe button. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Till next time, take care. We'll see you again on Behind the Numbers.